Welcome to Landscape Photography World. I'm Grant Swinburne and I'll be your host on this show discussing the world of landscape photography. This time I'll be talking to Chris Parry of Chris Parry Photo about his landscape photography journey. Chris is a Sydney-based photographer and has a great-looking gallery on his social media feeds. You'll be getting to know Chris a little better and we'll talk about how he got started with landscape photography, what his inspirations and motivations are, and how he's developed his style and what he does and doesn't like about being a photographer. I'll apologise now for the quality of some of the audio on this uh, track. Unfortunately, uh, we're using Zoom and therefore we don't exactly get the quality we'd like. But we've worked through it and uh, we've cleaned it up as best we can. Hope you enjoy the podcast. Hi, Chris. Welcome to the podcast. How are you doing? Oh, good, thanks, Grant. Thanks for having me. Yeah, uh, no not, not, not too bad for a month's worth of lockdown. Uh, there hasn't been much shooting happening. None at no, all, no, really. But, no, um, no one can get out. I was going to ask you, when, when was the last time you did get out to shoot and, and where did you go? Oh, I think it was about three and a half weeks ago, maybe about the second day of lockdown. I'm, I might have stuck out, but just just local, just uh, local. Haven't haven't been doing anything. Yeah, fair enough. I, I don't blame you. Um, I, I guess just kicking off to the, you know, starting with asking you about how you got into photography. You know, what 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 got you started, and what's your earliest photography memory? Oh, the earliest photography memories is this. My um, my father was a was a keen photographer. He 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 wasn't exactly a uh, a professional or anything like that, but he was definitely keen. My father liked taking photos of trains and steam trains, so in in some ways it was a tortured childhood going to far out places to, to take photos of trains, um, which I found absolutely boring as, as, as anything. Um, and, um, but it, it, it was sort of interesting. And then dad would always take the long way to go somewhere because he wanted to go take a photo of something like that. And, you know, which yeah. was like, oh, you know, can we just get there? And uh, you know, funnily enough, I, I I take the long way to get places. And 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 uh, my my ex girlfriend one night just recently, we were uh, I, I drove all the way to Stanwell Stanwell Park to to maybe take photos of the uh, of of the Milky Way and and walked all the way around the rocks and yeah. and everything in the dark. And then I go, oh no, this isn't good, and she just absolutely cracked it. <laughs> <laughs> so to, to leave home at nine o'clock and then walk around the rocks, and it was just sort of hilarious. So, so I, I find that quite funny. Oh, that's that's wild. So, what 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 get, got you started into uh, landscape photography? Um. Oh, I just think it was just, uh, you know, my brother was also a keen photographer and uh, I used to go out taking photos with him. But uh, I just, you know, I, I didn't really feel the urge of, of taking photos of people and, and generally with my photos, uh, they don't generally have people in them. And I, and I used to really have a real issue with having people in my photos and stuff like that. I, I, I'm not so... 
Now I don't sort of mind as much if I have a person or, or in, in the photo. This yeah, much. I, Not as much as I, I clone them out if I don't want them there. <laughs> it, exactly. Well, now it's easier to to do that, but yeah. um, it, it just mainly, you know, you get out of the house, you go, you go for a nice walk somewhere, you get to the beach nice and early, or or, or something like that. And it's just a, it, it's a good thing to do, I think. Yeah, no, I, I know what you mean. I mean, I, I I just love getting up early in the morning and uh, getting out there and just, I mean, you, you you think about it, you know, you're there watching stuff that. 90% of the population in Sydney, for example, if you're if you're at one of Sydney's beaches, don't see, you know, because they're they're all still in bed, like like sensible exactly. people. <laughs> the, the, it's the best that yeah, sensible people, but it, it's the best time of the day, and it it's uh you know it, it, it's always different. I used to go rain, hail or shine, and just even sometimes those days when it's it, you don't think it's going to be good because uh, I think people getting. You can get trapped into the the weather, the high cloud forecast, and and all that sort of jazz. And I, I think sometimes it's just uh, if, if you just go, you never know what you're going to get. So yeah, shoot, shoot what you shoot, and what what's there's there. And you know, I, I, I mean, I, I I do take a bit of time to check it out to see, you know, particularly for midweek shoots, if it's going to be worth getting up extra early to go and do a, a shoot before work, for example, you know. Exactly. Yeah, I, I can see that. But then sometimes I, I find just the, uh, you know, that bad weather can be the best weather. Oh, yeah. No, I, I, I know what you mean there. I love, love a good swell or, uh, you know, good uh, good southerly, you know, those storms coming through in summer. There's nothing better. So what... Uh, what what gear do you use the most? Um, well, let's see. Uh, the Nikon Z7 with the, I would say it's the fourteen to twenty four f4 is, is is the lens that I use use the most. Uh, followed by the um, these are the Z mount lenses. Yep. Uh, followed by the uh, twenty four to seven two point eight. Great lens, nice and sharp. And then um, we use the uh, Tamron 100 to 400, uh, which is, is is for the long stuff. Uh, with the previous setup I, I, I used, I used to have a 200 to 70, but I, I found it was too short. Yep. Um, and then we've got the uh, 20mm 1.8 prime, more, more for the Astro sort of stuff, but... Yeah. Uh, I, I prefer the Astro to be more tighter than um, than, than super wide, with just sort of a tiny little band yeah. uh, going up. So when, when when you're out when you're out shooting, what what is it that you you're looking for? Are you looking for a um, foreground first, or you know the the sky, or or I, I guess it depends. A, a bit a, a bit of both. Um, also, as, as you know, I do a lot of like long exposure sort of stuff. So I'm, I'm looking for the the clouds, um, preferably moving fast. Yep. That's that's always good. We get the nice streaky clouds, mainly coming towards you or or, or, or away, away from you. Yep. Yep. When they're going across, it it, it, it can just look like a, a single streak. Yeah. Um, but, um, that's 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 what I, I I would say I'm looking for, 
um, especially with, with with the fourteen with the fourteen mil. It's it's a super wide lens that I, I shoot quite yep. often with. So it's good to 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 get some some foreground, but with that lens, you generally get a lot in anyway, and and sometimes you can get too much in. Yeah, I get it. Yep. Yep. Now, uh, uh, I, I, I sometimes, I mean, I've got, uh, uh, I think, 16 mils, probably the widest. I have, I've got a, um, uh, on the crop uh, sensor cameras, I've got a, was it a 10 to 17 mil, which I just followed. Yep. I mean, it, it, it's okay because it, it's roughly the same as the 16 mil when with the, the, the APS-C uh, sensor on it. But, um, you know, it can. The one thing it does let you do is get really, really close to the uh, the subject. You know, you can be two feet away from something and still yeah, get exactly. a really wide panoramic shot. But um, sometimes it's just a bit too wide, and you know, even the sixteen mil, I, I sort of zoom in. I'm I'm normally shooting around that twenty to twenty four mil sort of range rather than. Uh, you know, ultra, ultra wide. There, you know, there's certain shots where where it's vital, but you know, others, others where you you, you need to sort of bring it in a bit. So when when, when did you start shooting with Nikon? Was uh, that you know sort of it where was, you started, or it was about two and a half years ago? Um, I, I I was yeah, I come into some money to get a good kit together and. Uh, Prior to that, they've, they've been really supportive too. The uh, the people at Nikon Australia, great people. Uh, they've lent me some gear over the uh, over the time and uh, lent me some cameras and lent me some lenses to test out. And um, you know they've, uh, they've they've featured me a few times on their their accounts and stuff like that. So I, I really appreciate that. Um, but previous to that, I was uh, I was shooting with uh, Pentax crop sensors. Okay. Uh, I had quite a few of them, but uh, there was a few reasons why I didn't want to sort of continue on shooting with Pentax. Uh, their, their, their cameras are quite quite uh, different to, 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 to the Nikons and, and Canons and uh, Sony's, you know, taking over these days as well. Yep. But, uh, they, they, they do have a, a lot of sort of innovative features that, that other cameras don't have. But also they have the the lack of user base. Yeah. So I, I, I didn't want to invest in, in in that system, and and you know you, you can't get out of it. And 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 then not that I like to, to not that I've sold any of that. I've still got all, all that stuff. I haven't really used it for a long time. Uh, some of it's really hard to get, so I'm just sort of holding on to it. They might have something that pops up. I uh, like the, the the seventy to two hundred uh, uh, Pentax mount. You can't buy that lenses. There's quite a couple of lenses that I've I've got Pentax lenses that you just can't get anymore. You can get them on eBay, but it, I'll just hold on to them. That they might have something, but I've I've found their latest offerings, while quite good, are quite expensive for what they are for APS-C cameras. So I I think you know most normal people would would. Sort of stand would go towards the um, you know the Nikon's and Canons and that sort of stuff. And I I think Pentax themselves market themselves to to their current user base. Yeah right. right. Yeah. 
So what what would you say your style is in terms of your landscape photography? I would say it's sort of like long exposure, sort of beach stuff. That's that's sort of where where most of it comes to. Uh, I shoot around the harbour quite a lot. That's you know it's a easy place for me to get to after work. Yep. So that's that's why I'm, I'm quite often on the harbour. It's uh you know I just work at Lane Cove and. So I get around the harbour quite a lot, and man, a lot on the north side at this time of year. Yeah. You yeah, can't make it. There's, there's just but, so many spots that you can uh, pick up around there. You know, you get a get a nice bit of bit of sunset going. You you can go just about anywhere on the harbour. That and it, it it's it's classic. And then sometimes I think like oh, I I must have shot Kirribilli five thousand times, but you know I generally find something something new down there every now and then or, or or there's times where I've gone to Kiribati and I've just gone for a bit of a walk and I haven't even taken photos and yeah. like it's not happening today and uh and I think mainly a, a lot of that is that these days I, I, I just um try to shoot more quality than than quantity like yeah. I think back in the day you know you'd run home to, to you know post it up as soon as possible and this stuff and I think the the last shoots that I went I went on before before lockdown I haven't even put the card out of the camera yet yeah. and uh, it, it, it's still sitting in there. Whereas you know I, I, previously in the past I would have run home and you know fiddled with it and got it posted as ASAP and before the sun went down and that sort of stuff. Whereas whereas I, I think it's a bit a bit chilled out more these days and, yeah, and, and don't so the urgency of, of, of the posting and that sort of stuff. Yeah. So in, in terms of editing and the way you approach that, does that impact the way that you shoot now or vice versa, the, the, the way you shoot impacts or, or is it a mixture? No, I, I think with, with, with the editing, um, it's I don't, I don't really worry about about that when I'm, I don't think about the edit when when I'm shooting, and it it's more of if the, if there's issues I can sort that out after. Yep. Um, you know, obviously you can straighten things up if you've got Are a little you trying, bit of trying to do more more in camera than anything, or uh, a, lo- a lot of the time because with with the long exposure stuff, it sometimes if you if you do a long exposure, you put the ten stop on at um, yep. at sunset. You've only got two or three, three shots. Yeah, you, you, won't, you won't get too many shots anyway. Yeah, you yeah. won't get too many shots. So, in in that regard, I, I do try to time my exposures so they're they're, they're balanced, and and that. But uh, you, you sometimes with that long exposure and the ten stop, you you, you don't know what you're going to get until it's finished, and sometimes you can pull that out in 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 uh, in post. Uh, the 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 Z7 is good for that because it's it's got more leeway than previously. Whereas with the APS-C, it's got more leeway and you can you can pull up more and and obviously being a, it's a high megapixel camera, um, you can you can do some good crops if, if you want to. If there, if there's something that was annoying you in the side, you can crop that out and it's not going to really have any effect on on your photo. Yeah. Um, and one of one of the things instead of cropping these days, I've I've been using the scale tool in um, 
in in Photoshop, which I I, I think uh, I'm just like, oh, why didn't I find that that five years ago? Yeah, I I, I use that a lot, um, and it, I I just find it. Um, I mean, it, it it's it, it's really useful. I think particularly, I, I the most times I use it is when it's uh, fixing perspective. You know, you get. You got that tilt down or tilt up with the wide angle lens, and you got buildings pointing out or pointing into the centre and whatever, you know, and just trying to get the perspective so that they look straight. So I, I use the scale there because, you know, sometimes what can happen is when you fix the perspective and everything's straight, then it's either shrunk or grown. And so I use yeah. the scale to sort of make, make, make that perspective the right size. But I, I, I I have also uh, used it a couple of times for cropping, or or, or not cropping, if if you know what I mean. Yeah, it's it's like the reverse prop. Yeah, which um, which which I I quite like it, and uh, don't know exactly how it works, but because my files still come out the same size, so yeah. I don't know there must be some magic in there. Yeah, well, I I think you'd uh, I think you'd have to learn a lot more about Photoshop than I know to. Uh, to um, you know, understand how some of that stuff works. I mean, I I, I kind of see how some of it works. I mean, I, I don't know if you've ever uh, watched any of the videos from um, uh, what's his name, Mark Rudis or Marco Rudis, I think his name is from uh, F sixty four Academy. But I mean, he he no, no. he knows in detail exactly what's going on in Photoshop, and he he sort of shows it so he can you know if you if you pull a contrast lever or, you know, HSL, we can show you exactly what it's doing at a pixel level to the, the, the colour values and the light values and all that sort of thing, you know, um, which I, I just blows my mind when I see some of these videos. I've, I've, I've learned a lot out of that, but, uh, you know, it's, um, I mean, it's not, it's, it's not the be all and end all. There's a lot of other guys out there doing that sort of stuff. And it's, I, I just think it's worthwhile learning, learning as much as you can about the tools, but also don't go nuts. So don't go down to that level that, uh, that he's, he's doing. No, I, I, I think I'd, I'd be running on like in, intermediate skills or, or, or something like that. Uh, I've never done any courses on it or anything like that. So I just, uh, you know, I've learned a lot of, of, of various people. And then if, if I ever get stuck, I, I, I refer to YouTube. That's my... Um, yeah, same. That's YouTube, my YouTube University. <laughs> the YouTube University. And that it's, it's, I don't have any specific people that I go for, but if there's one thing that I'm sort of looking for, I'll just type in the search for that. And, yeah, and search, there's generally search, search, and, search and play and... And, and watch what they're doing, and then uh, think yeah. try it out. Yeah, I've I've done a, done a heap of that myself. It's uh, I, I mean that, that it's just one of the best uh, tools that have been um, invented. I reckon YouTube, the, the the amount of stuff that you can learn how to do, you know, everything from oh, yeah. Photoshop all the way to building a house. You know. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. It's always always handy for fixing the car and yeah. and all, all sorts of things. Yeah, if you've got a specific model of car that you know somebody somebody's got a video, there's always somebody that's got a video about how to do this and all that on it. Yeah, it's uh, it's amazing. So what uh, what what do you think is the most important element to your photography and and why why is it so important to you? Um. Well, just basically, like in the basics, 
Look, obviously, people say, oh, it's not the camera, it's this, that, and the other. But uh, having good lenses is, is definitely a bonus. Uh, when I swapped from, from Pentax to Nikon, I did see a bonus. Yeah. Um, uh, but also in saying that, before I, I, I got a, a – I think I got the most out of the Pentax and, and got my skill level up to using the Nikon to a – to a sort of adequate skill, skill to, to sort of, you know, get the most of it. But uh, the basic thing, I think, is, is a good tripod. That's, um, that's, that's a, a good sturdy tripod will, will do yeah. wonders for, for your just normal, normal sort of run-of-the-mill photographer. That, that, that was probably the biggest first upgrade that I ever had, I, I would say. Yeah, t- totally agree. Totally agree. I think uh, you know if you if, if particularly if you're doing in anything long exposure or you know astro or whatever, you know if you, if you can get a nice uh, sturdy mount that doesn't move and isn't going to shake in the wind or you know wobble about at all, it's uh, it's absolutely vital. Um, you know, because I, I certainly couldn't shoot what I shoot. You know, handheld. I mean, there's there's some stuff that I do do handheld, but you know. None of, none of the 10 stop long exposures you know you're never never going to be able to do anything you know i mean so, some of mine are you know seven or eight minutes you know and you you just can't hold it still that long no nah, no nah. and then yeah so I, I think that's probably the if you're looking for your, your basic sort of stuff is is just a a, a good tripod uh, and then you know you could filters. They're, they're, I've used various different types of filters over the years, and uh, I currently use the Nissi ones. They're, they're quite good. Um, I've had high tech ones, uh, Hoyas, BMWs. I used to use circular filters, yep. um, but now it's it's just generally the, uh, the the square ones. I don't use a, a polarizer though. Very yeah, not, not do I. I. I haven't found a need for it. I know, I know people, you know, uh, get right into it and, you know, gets, re- gets rid of uh, reflections off the water and whatever. But, I, I mean, I, I have honestly haven't found a use for a polarizer yet myself. Well, it's quite often those reflections have got the colours in it as well. So exactly. You, yeah. you get rid of them, you get rid of the colours as well. So... So what... Um, what, what's your favourite spot? Where, where, where's your happy place? Oh, I would say that's probably at Caves Beach, yeah, up near Lake Macquarie. That's 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 one of one of my favourite spots. Uh, also, my, my my grandparents used to live there. Yeah. Uh, so we, we, it, it's sort of funny going back to a place that uh, you know used to go to when I was a kid um, and and stuff like that. No. There's a few spots around there that that I've gone that that no one else has taken photos of, uh, or wouldn't find just from tracks that I knew from when I was a little kid and stuff like that. So that's that's uh, and it's a top spot. It's it's a nice spot. It's not too far as well. It's only about an hour and a half away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's I mean it's I, I haven't shot up there. I've been up there uh, a couple of times during the day. Um, 
and it, it's still on the list. So, I mean, I, I haven't shot Catherine Hill Bay either, you know, so there's, there's a stack of places that I, I you haven't, haven't shot Catherine. Oh, right. you got it. You got it. Oh, I know. It, it, yeah, it's, I know. It's it, it's a bucket list. I know. <laughs> just haven't haven't had the uh, the opportunity to be there at the right time, and you know, it just hasn't worked out for me. So, I'll I'll need to get um, up there early one day and uh, and get up there. That's that's that was that was I was going to say Cathay was the favourite, but it, it, it's definitely on the on the top ten list. Cathay, yeah. that's um. It's such a unique place, so it's sort of uh, it, it, it with the wharf here in New South Wales coast. There's sort of nothing like it, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a, I mean, it's a. I've, I've seen some fantastic shots up there, and there's just so many different comps that you can set up up there. From what I can tell, I mean, I've I've, I've probably seen about. Uh, you know, even in the last uh, sort of six months, I've probably seen about um, 30 or 40 different compositions that people have put up from, uh, you know, that people have posted. And, you know, I, I like a spot like that that you can go to time and time again and come up with something completely different than the, the last time you go to, you know, because other, otherwise, you know, it does, does get a bit routine if you... If, if you're always sort of shooting the opera houses, there's there's a few places that you can go and it's, you know, but it, it just gets a bit samey unless the, the, the sky's doing something interesting. It, it does. It does get a bit samey. And, and that shooting in Sydney, that's it's sort of hard to avoid because, um, you know, as you know, there's, there's, there's quite a lot of other photographers there. And yeah. so, so sometimes you can get something that you wouldn't have known someone else has got something very similar or, or, or what have you. So it's, it's always, uh, you know, who yeah, claims only, only so many, or, or, or. only so many places you can stand, isn't there? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And it's hard to get a, a, a different part of the opera house or, or, or the, um, or the Harbour bridge or, or, or what have you. It's, it's you know, I think, I think there's probably a hundred of each version. Yeah, that's that's exactly it. So where where do you you know the, the, talking talking about that you know and the 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 I guess the volume of photographers and the volume of photography that goes on, particularly around Sydney and and those sorts of things. Do you think social media's impact on photography has been good, bad, indifferent? Oh, look, it, it can only be good. It, it, it can only be good. Then there, there would be with with social media. There's there's parts of it that are that are not good, and there's parts of it that are good. Um, there's you know that I, I think the bad part with social media is you can get yourself too caught up in it, yeah. thinking about what other people are taking photos of, and you know their last and comparing yourself to other people and. Yeah, comparing this, how many lights and, that, and then you can get, all that sort of thing. Yeah, all that sort of thing. You can get you can get caught in that, and uh, that that part of it can can be bad. I, I think it's it, it's it can be, you know. Sure enough, I, if you if I have a post that that, that goes well, I'm, I'm I'm happy about that, and I, I don't think that's a problem. But it's not necessarily. Uh, my number one part of it is yep. to get this 
next post that has X amount of this and that and to have X amount of followers and that sort of stuff. So yeah, I, I, I don't set targets and, you know, very, very rarely would I even mention how many followers I've got or how many likes I've got on something. And I, I, I do look at it, but I don't, I don't really measure myself on it. To me, it's exactly. about the quality. Exactly. And then I've, I've met some photographers that have really huge followings, some that have small followings. I've met some that have huge followings and could barely turn the camera on, Yeah. which is, you go, how does that work? And yeah. I've met, uh, you know, great photographers that, that don't have huge followings. So it's sort of swings and roundabouts. It's just a, a, a big following it's just a number, you know. You can't buy yeah, a house it, with it, so it just you know, means that you you've either been there longer. Car with it, so. Yeah, you've either been there longer, or somebody's uh, you know somebody's helped you promote it some way, you know. And I'm, I mean, I, it's one of the things that yeah, there's there's over the years, there's been many different various ways of people. You know, you could say cheating the system or just finding another quirk of how to yeah. how to rig it and all that sort of stuff. But I it was never really uh, the, the the top priority for me. Yeah. And if anything, I, I would say these days I spend I spend less time on on social media, uh, just to pure time constraints. Um, it. it, it just, I, th I think I used to come home and spend hours and hours on it, but th these days it's uh, it, it's dropped dramatically for me the amount of time that I spend on it. Yeah, fair enough. Have you have you gotten into the uh, the NFT space at all, the non fungible tokens and and selling art online? No, no, look, it, 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 it was a bit of a hot topic, and I, I did sort of look up look it up a little bit when it sort of first first sort of sprung to everyone's attention. Look, sure enough, I'd, I'd love to, to get into it and someone can, you know, pay $10 million for, for, <laughs> for one of my JPEG files. Yeah. Um, that would be very appreciative. If there's anyone out there, send Grant a message and if they want to pay millions and millions of dollars for an old JPEG of mine, no worries. We could We could put all the JPEGs together. Um, but it's it's that that sort of cryptocurrency sort of space is sort of you know is it real is it real money is it is it going to be around in, in ten or fifteen years time and then yeah what happens for when me, everybody switches I'm, all the computers off exactly and then for me I've never really made a a big thing about um about selling my stuff and I've actually when I when I sell my stuff it's not actually I don't actually enjoy it funnily enough really so I've never sort of looked at that at, at the hobby as sort of like a money-making thing or, or, or something like that I, I I like the process and then you know sure enough I should try and you know capitalize and make more money for, for the amount of petrol and k's and equipment and braking stuff and tripods and all that sort of stuff <laughs> um you know they would have to pay lots and lots for these nfts for me to to, to, to break even <laughs> yeah no i know i know exactly what you mean there and 
I mean, I've, I've only recently uh, put up a, a print shop on um, online and uh, I've, I've sold a couple, you know, which, which is nice, but, you know, I've, I, I know realistically, unless, you know, I end up like being landscape photographer of the year for, for, for some award or whatever, and, you know, you get your, and I've got a hundred thousand followers, then yeah, maybe, maybe I'll sell a few or, or enough to, to, to make a, uh, a living out of it. But um, yeah, I don't, I don't see that happening in, in, uh, in, in the next couple of years anyway. No, and, and look, I'm happy with my job. It's, uh, you know, it's, it, it's, it's, it, it pays the bills these days and, you know, photography, any money that I've ever earned off it has just been sort of handy and, you know, sort yeah. of beer yeah. money, as you would say, and it's, you know, that's that's the way. It, and it's always the, the sales for me have always rolled in like a sort of wave where I would get a few inquiries at once and then it goes quiet for a few months and I'll get a few inquiries at once. And yeah. so, and that's, that's, I'm happy with that. I'm not trying to push buy this off people that's it's just I don't find it my style sort of thing is to to, to push or or and that ties into the uh the influencing like you know the, to you know there there is a few influencer apps out there where you, you can sign up for you know promoting products and this that and the other on, on social media. Yep. But, you know, half the time I see them, it's, you know, what was the one they had last week is for, for Abbott's bread. And I'm like, well, you know, what 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 am I going to do? Take a photo of a, a loaf of bread and say it's awesome bread or something? Like, <laughs> you know. <laughs> but We're going to take a shot of a wheat field. What you want is a nice lonesome tree in a wheat field. <laughs> exactly, exactly. But and then sure enough, there's lots of people banging on the door to 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 take up that bread job or or, or big W or or whatever whatever they have. Um, but it, it's just you know, and then they pay one hundred and forty dollars. Oh, what do I want to take a photo of a loaf of bread for one hundred and fifty dollars for? You know. Yeah. No, I know. I know exactly what you mean. Yeah. So I, 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 that, that sounds like one of the things you don't like about being a, a photographer. What, what do you and don't you like about it? Well, I don't like the early mornings, but I do like the early mornings. And then um, so that's, that's, that's the double-edged sword. And then, um, oh, look, there's, there's a lot of good things. I've had a lot of good opportunities and, and met a lot of good people through it. So, And then I, I think back to what I used to do before I sort of got into this hobby. I didn't really do much. Yeah. So that's, uh, you know, I get out and about and, you know, go various places and I, I think that's the best part of it, you know, just getting out and about, going to places you've never been before and that sort of stuff. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I know exactly what you mean there. I think uh, some of some of my uh, favourite experiences have, have just been, you know, going to a place that I've heard of or seen, seen a shot of somewhere and, you know, you just, you know, go down this 
path at four o'clock in the morning with wombats and wallabies and you know, emus and whatever coming out of the out of the forest in front of you, you know, and you end up at this this beach in the pitch dark and you're hoping that the sunrise is going to be good and then it is and, you know, it's absolutely marvellous and you come away with some nice, uh, nice shots. Well, it's a game of optimism. So That's I think right. to, to, to be a photographer, yeah, you have to be an optimist. So, you know, is the glass half full or is it half empty? Well, yeah, if you don't go and find out, you'll never know. That's, That's right. Yeah. You've got to be in it to win it. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So how, how have you uh, handled the pandemic? What, 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 what's been going on in, in Chris Parry's world during oh, the pandemic? Of, of, well, we've, we've, we've been going through the, the pile of hard drives. We've got, uh, we've got an excess amount of hard drives, especially since you shoot a 47-megapixel camera. Yep. You can rack those hard drives up pretty quick. And uh, I've just, I've just, I'm just going through the old stuff and uh, watching a bit of Netflix, a bit of binge, a bit of Prime, <laughs> um, annoying the neighbours with the stereo system. Uh, uh, that's, that's always fun. It. That's always fun. Well, I had to get, I had to get rid of some speakers because I had too many. But uh, that's another story. <laughs> Fair enough. Well, what what do you like to do when you're not out shooting, uh, uh, other than Netflix? That's that's. I just like to come home and relax. I, that's that's. I'd say that's the main thing is uh, is just just to come home and relax, and then you know pizza, food, eating, just the standard stuff. Nothing. Nothing. Uh, sort of. I remember. Once someone said, oh, what, what, what do you do on the weekends? And I said, oh, I go and take photos. And they're like, oh, what else do you do? And I'm like, I go and take photos. <laughs> Is there anything else you do? And I'm like, yeah, I go and take photos. Yeah. I, I sit and edit them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I don't enjoy the editing as much as I used to. Yeah. And I, I think that's also the, the, the rush factor. Is I, I don't like to... To rush it, and then recently going back through the files is, is um, you surprised uh, the first glance over a few months ago, and you think, oh, I didn't like that, and there's now something that you can redeeming features that you can find that you you like and that sort of stuff. So, yeah, I've I've found a few. I, I won't say, you know, the 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 diamonds, but a few gems that. Uh, have been sitting on the hard disk that I haven't edited before and I I'd pass pass them over in the first look. You know, you go through when you when you're looking for your uh, for, for your diamonds, you know, and uh, you know there's there's a few that I found that uh, have surprised me with with how I've ended up, you know, with them because uh, you know they they're just otherwise just sitting around on the hard disk doing nothing and uh, then you then you go in and take a look and you go oh yeah I can do something with that I, you know and part of it is that you've you've learned a little bit more I think along the way between when you last looked at them and and now and you you, you know how to handle it you you know you might have you know um, a little bit of light or a bit of noise that you 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 want to get rid of you know and you know you know how to deal with it now and and. For me, it's it, it's been an interesting exercise going through through the old uh, drives and 
you know, just seeing what's there and trying to trying to work with what I've got because I can't shoot anything new. Exactly. And then it, it, it's funny how when you look at the, the, the old stuff, you, you're exactly right where there's, uh, you know, there's a little new technique that you've figured out and there's, there's always something new on, on Lightroom and, and uh, Photoshop and that sort of stuff. Where, yeah, it's all, I think you're dead right there, Grant. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm glad I'm glad you mentioned that you're uh, you're into pizza because the most important question's coming up, and that is pineapple on pizza. Yes or no? Uh, it's not too bad. It's not too bad. <laughs> it's not my favourite. It's yeah, not my favourite. It, it's controversial, I know. I know. So, is there any, anything you want to ask me? Oh, I don't know, Grant. I'm not the best with questions. <laughs> no, that's all right. no worries. No, but I, I hope I hope you uh, the, the podcast goes well, and uh, I I think it, it's you probably pick the right time to start something like this. So I I, I hope it's it's pretty successful for you. Who yeah, else thanks. have you got coming up? Oh, I've got a got a few um, interesting people. I'm not I'm not going to give too much away just yet because I don't know what order I'm going to release everything in. I'm trying to trying to bank a few episodes together uh, so that I can release them. So I don't want, I don't want to say too much here. I'll 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 talk about them before I record each one and uh, on, online. But um, yeah, I I want to want to keep it uh, so that if I if I say oh, I've got you know. XYZ coming up, and I've actually already released their episode. It's going to sound a bit weird. Oh, fair enough. Yeah, no, no, fair enough. I, I, I do know one that you've got coming up. They didn't mention it to me. So, oh, uh, okay, all right. Well, they're they're on the list. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've, I've uh, so I've, I've been I've been blown away with the the response so far. The um the number of people that I've asked. Um, that have said yes. I mean, there's there's been a been a couple of people, um, you know, just say no, nah, not not right now. You know, they're they're probably not in the right headspace, or they're you know busy doing other things, and that's fine. You know, um, and uh, I mean, I really appreciate you taking the time now to sit with us and you know give us a bit of your experience and you know give people uh, that are, are listening. Uh, you know, I, I guess the the, the, the wisdom of Chris, you know, and uh, the wisdom but... of Chris. Lots, <laughs> lots of people would argue about my wisdom if I had it. <laughs> um, but uh, no, it's no problem, Grant. You know, it's it's been the highlight of my day today because oh, uh, all good. I did uh, go and get the newspapers and go and get a COVID test because I've been getting tested weekly just as a you know work because I'm I'm still going into work. Not many other people are going into work. Yeah. But uh, and it also like, makes me feel better. So um, yeah. no, don't death. don't blame you. I I went and got tested yesterday because uh, where where my wife and one of my daughters works, uh, they um, they had someone come into the into the shop because they they they're working in retail at the moment, um, and unfortunately they they haven't closed. But uh, they had someone come into their shop last week. So uh, we went. I'm I'm fully vaccinated, which is nice. But I went went and got tested yesterday. All came back negative, which is nice. And uh, as long as that keeps happening, I'll be a happy man. 
Well, I've, I've got one more vaccination to go and, and I'll feel a lot better about it. And, uh, you know, I think other people should go and get their vaccination. Absolutely. If you haven't vaccinated, go and do it now. Sooner. Um, and, you know, I've got a bit of a sore point with those anti-vax people, but, uh, you know, each to their own. Yeah. Oh, I'm not. I'm not going to. I'm not going to get into the, the the politics of vaccinations and all the rest of it. But I'm. I'm no, really no, no, <laughs> I just thought. I just thought we'd slide that bit in. You know. As, yeah, no, uh, I, I, I don't blame you. If, if if people haven't got the message yet, then uh, they they need to. Well, yeah, exactly. You know, it's sort of common sense, but you know, what is common sense? Absolutely. Maybe on a on a rock shelf with a six foot swell coming at you at sunrise. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it, it, it's not very common that common sense. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. All right, Chris. It's been fantastic talking to you, uh, mate. Um, I really appreciate you taking the time, and uh, I just. Um, Hope everyone listening's enjoyed the uh, the, the podcast, and uh, I'll uh, I'll talk to you later. Thanks very much. No worries, Grant. Thanks very much. Thanks again for listening to Landscape Photography World. I hope you enjoyed the show, and we'll keep listening because I'll be joined by some great guests in upcoming episodes. I'm Grant Swinburne, and I hope to see you soon out shooting. Goodbye for now.